osteoporosis is often regarded as a disease found only in women. However, many men are also at risk to develop it. For them, living with osteoporosis can be an experience fraught with misunderstanding and, in some cases, even embarrassment. I'm your host, Krista Lamb, and today on Unbreakable, the OC podcast from Osteoporosis Canada, I'll be talking with Larry Fennell, who was diagnosed with osteoporosis in his 40s and is now a fierce advocate for men and osteoporosis. Welcome to the show, Larry. Thank you for having me, Krista. It's a pleasure to be here to be able to talk about my favorite topic. You were diagnosed with osteoporosis when you were 48. So before that, you often broke bones, but you never realized that this could be a symptom. And what was it that led you to your diagnosis? So Krista, looking back, I still find it incredible to think that it all happened to me. So prior to the diagnosis, I broke eight bones on two continents in three provinces, and I was treated for those broken bones in seven hospitals. I saw dozens of healthcare professionals in emergency rooms, in x-ray clinics, cast clinics, and doctor's offices. The fractures received excellent care and soon healed, but no one connected the many broken bones to the underlying bone health. And the underlying cause of the broken bones went unnoticed until my wife's doctor, who treated many postmenopausal women, heard my story of broken bones. She ordered me to see my doctor about my bones. Well, that was easier said than done because I didn't have a family doctor. When I did finally find a doctor who agreed to take me on as a new patient, he took one look at me, and in spite of still having my arm in a sling from that eighth fracture, he concluded that I was likely just fine. Nevertheless, at my insistence, he reluctantly sent me for a bone mineral density test. Two weeks later, he called me in for another appointment, and together we sheepishly looked at the test results that confirmed I had osteoporosis. And like many people, you had assumed that osteoporosis was a women's disease. And I mean, even this doctor apparently had assumed something similar. So how did you react when you were first diagnosed? Well, the diagnosis was very difficult to accept. I had coped with all the fractures reasonably well, believing that each was a stupid accident and that I would quickly yield and return to normal. I was dismayed to learn, though, that I was going to live for the rest of my life with a chronic condition called osteoporosis and that there was a strong likelihood of repeating that cycle of breaking bones. I was also shocked. Like who would have thought that men get osteoporosis? Certainly not me. And I was embarrassed. For years, I hid the fact that I had a woman's disease from everyone except my family and a few of my closest friends. And I was also upset and angry. How could I have slipped through the cracks so many times? And isolated, of course. Why had I been singled out? Where were the other men? Why was there so little support and information available for men? You found other men in a community of support through COPN, which is the Osteoporosis Canada Patient Network. And how did that change your perspective? Well, COPN really did change my life. It's, it's as simple as that. I went to the first meeting with a COPN executive in 2006. When I walked into the room that first day, my immediate thought was, uh-oh. Not only am I the only man in a room of 15 people, I don't know a single person here. But that quickly changed. I was welcomed with open arms. And within that first hour, I had blurted out every detail of my story. The first time I had publicly admitted I had osteoporosis since my diagnosis more than eight years before. They made me realize that I'm not alone, that there are many others who've experienced just what I have. They inspired me to join them 
and I quickly became a member of the Copen Executive Committee, a position I still have 15 years later. And they led by example, opening my eyes to the many wonderful benefits of, of volunteering. I had not volunteered a single day in my life before joining Copen. Now, hardly a single day goes by when I'm not doing some kind of volunteer works. But most importantly, they motivated me to create my personal bone health action plan that has helped me keep fracture-free ever since. It's amazing. And what do you tell other men who are newly diagnosed with osteoporosis? Well, I think it's important for them to hear that somebody else has the same story. So I always start by sharing my story. Then I invite them to tell me their story. Without exception, they have admitted total surprise about their diagnosis. And almost all have experienced the roller coaster of emotions that I went through. Some I meet are in, in denial. They're reluctant to accept the diagnosis of osteoporosis, and they only grudgingly follow the directions that will help them reduce their risk of breaking more bones. So they might continue with the same kinds of activities and different things they had always done, even though that puts them at risk. Today, most men that I, I talk to are quite well informed because like us, first thing they do when they get a diagnosis or learn something that they're not quite sure about, they go to the internet and they can get lots of information that they need. Certainly, I refer them to the, the best and most credible of that information, and that's the Osteoporosis Canada website, if they haven't already come across it. And I always encourage them to join Copen just as I did. For me, a big concern is the men who are reluctant to consider that they might have osteoporosis, even though they've experienced what is quite obviously a fragility fracture. So just like the guy who could well be the poster child for someone you might expect is at risk, he has a slight build, questionable lifestyle choices, osteoporotic fractures run in his family, and he hurt his back loosening a lug nut on a wheel after months of unrelenting pain and weekly visits to a chiropractor that brought no relief he finally gave in to the urgency of his family and saw a doctor. Well, x-rays of the spine and the BMD confirmed vertebral fractures and osteoporosis. Unfortunately, I see two men like that who are in denial for every one man who's diagnosed and accepted that diagnosis. And what about the people and the men in particular who might be at risk? What do you want them to know so that they can maybe understand that it is possible for men to get this and maybe get that diagnosis a little earlier? Well, the statistics always uh, make them open their eyes. So during their lifetime, at least one in five men will suffer a broken bone from osteoporosis. Men are more likely than women to die as a result of a hip fracture. In fact, 37% of men who suffer hip fracture will die within the following year uh, from complications of that fracture. And finally, I tell them it's important to know your risk and you can get started by completing the quick and easy know your risk quiz on the Osteoporosis Canada website. A few very simple questions that will get you started and arm you with the information you need to talk to your doctor. And for yourself, what are some of the things that you've done in the past that have helped you make bone health a priority after your diagnosis? So the first thing I did was accept the diagnosis. I learned what my risk is and what I need to do to minimize that risk. And I, I do have an annual consultation with my osteoporosis specialist. I made some lifestyle changes, you know, the, the foods I eat and 
uh, and what I drink. I stick to proper nutrition for the most part. And I do make sure I get the uh, appropriate amounts of calcium and vitamin D. And uh, of course, I have that information from both Osteoporosis Canada and the confirmation with my doctor. One of the things I've done that's, uh, that's really helped is go public. So I tell my story just as I'm telling my story today. I've told it many times over the years and it keeps me grounded. And by other people hearing my story, I know that they're expecting that I will continue to do the things I say you should do. And uh, volunteering has been a big part of it too. So it seems that the more I'm able to give, the more I'm able to spread the word about osteoporosis and the risks, the more I get in return. It's really wonderful that you're doing those things. And so 20 years into your diagnosis, what still surprises you about this condition? Well, it, it really astonishes me that after all this time, there's still such a huge care gap. Uh, when I first started learning about it, more than 80% of Canadians who suffer a broken bone because of osteoporosis aren't diagnosed or treated to help prevent the next one. And surprisingly, all these years later, that has hardly moved. It's still around 80% and in fact, much higher for men. Uh, so in spite of the advancement in and the availability of medications, the rapidly growing body of scientific evidence about the disease and the readily accessible resources, uh, like exercise programs and, and what have you, this, this gap continues. Thank you so much for joining us today, Larry, and for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Krista. It's been a pleasure to be here. I do enjoy uh, speaking like this, and I certainly uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to tell my story and to encourage other men to pay attention to their bone health. Wonderful. I'm Krista Lamb and you've been listening to Unbreakable, the OC podcast from Osteoporosis Canada. Today, I've been speaking with Larry Fennell about his experience living with osteoporosis. If you would like more information on osteoporosis, visit our website at osteoporosis.ca. If you have questions or comments about this topic or about our podcast, reach out to us on our website or via social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Enjoying the show? Hit subscribe in the podcast provider of your choice. Thanks for listening. Bye.